why curly-haired people are cooler. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. On Tuesday, June 6th, a major hydroelectric dam on the Dnipro River in Ukraine was blown up, which will likely have devastating impacts not only on thousands of people in agriculture, but also on ecosystems. While it remains unclear who bombed the 68-year-old Kakovka Dam, the flooding from the reservoir behind it threatened drinking water, irrigation, and hydropower. The floodwaters are contaminated with sewage waste and dead animals, which can cause waterborne diseases such as cholera and diarrhea, according to the UN's relief agency. About 150 tons of oil products from the dam's power plant were released and could go all the way to the Black Sea, threatening soils, vegetation, and wildlife. The Ukrainian Prosecutor General's Office is investigating the dam breach as a war crime and possible ecocide, or criminal environmental destruction. A Ukrainian environmental NGO said on its website that it will take a minimum of 7 to 10 years to restore fish stocks along the Dnipro River and the reservoir, which was habitat for more than 40 species. In addition, national parks were flooded, likely causing irreparable harm to flora and fauna. The journal Nature reports that nine sites in a European-wide conservation area called the Emerald Network, and also five important wetlands were flooded. The river is a front line of the conflict, and another threat is from mines that have been planted along it and might have been swept away to other locations. It could take weeks or even years to know the full consequences from the destruction of the dam. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Climate Prediction Center announced last week that El Nino is present and is likely to grow, affecting weather around the world and increasing the average global temperature. El Nino conditions bring unusually warm temperatures to the sea surface in the tropical areas of the Central and Eastern Pacific Ocean. This year has scientists worried because excess warming from climate change, along with El Nino, could result in record heat. Reuters reports that even before the conditions started, in May, the average global sea temperature on the surface was one-tenth of a degree Celsius higher than any on record, which could supercharge extreme weather. In the U.S. during El Nino years, it's wetter than average from Southern California to along the Gulf Coast. However, it usually brings drier weather to the Pacific Northwest and a potentially warmer winter across northern states. El Nino is usually associated with flooding in the Philippines and Indonesia, droughts in Australia, and more hurricane activity in the Atlantic Ocean. Sea cucumbers are worm-like creatures that live on the ocean floor and, as their name suggests, have a body shape that resembles a cucumber. While you wouldn't want to pop a sea cucumber into your salad, according to a new study led by the University of South Australia, eating them can help stave off type 2 diabetes. Researchers found that by drying sea cucumbers and processing them with salt extracts, the resulting powder inhibited the formation of compounds called advanced glycation end products, or AGEs, which form in the body when proteins and or fats combine with sugars in the bloodstream. Elevated AGEs can increase diabetic complications and have been linked to heart disease, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and cancer. The finding is promising because 
Currently, there are no therapeutics to prevent AGEs from forming in the body. Sea cucumbers were already known to have a range of health benefits, including anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties, and have been employed in traditional Chinese medicine for centuries. And while they are good for our health, they are vital for the well-being of marine ecosystems, where they recycle organic matter on the seafloor and have been found to protect coral reefs. And finally, as we've said, El Nino is officially here, and we can expect hotter temperatures. But some good news if you've got curly locks. According to a new study, you'll be able to take the heat better than those of us with straight hair. Researchers at Penn State wanted to understand the role hair texture played in regulating body temperature in early humans who lived in hot equatorial Africa, where the sun was overhead for much of the day. Especially as our ancestors began walking upright, and their scalps took the brunt of the solar rays. In their study, they exposed mannequins with four different hair types: bald, straight hair, moderately curly hair, and tightly curled hair, to heat lamps. They found that all hair reduced solar radiation to the scalp, but tightly curled hair provided the best heat protection while minimizing the need to sweat to stay cool, which would help conserve water and avoid dehydration. They believe tightly curled hair offers more protection because it doesn't lie flat and provides more distance between the top of the hair and the scalp. But even more fascinating, they say that tight curls also allowed early human brains to grow to sizes comparable to ours. That's because the larger the brain, the more heat it generates, which, if excessive, risks dangerous conditions like stroke. The authors say, as humans evolved and became smarter, scalp hair likely got curlier to keep those bigger heads cool. That's it for this week in water. We'll see you next time.